Hi, babe. Welcome to the Christy Elizabeth podcast. This is your host, Christy Puebla. I'm your best babe, your go-to gal, confidant, and coach all in one. I'm a certified life coach who's obsessed with helping women get unstuck and step into their higher self. On this podcast, I'll teach you how to up-level your mindset and create emotional freedom so that you can create a life you're so obsessed with. So without further ado, let's dive in. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome in and welcome to March. It is National Women's History Month, and so we are going to do things a little differently around here. In honor of Women's History Month, I will be interviewing five amazing women who are paving the way for a stronger community of women for today, tomorrow, and the future generations to come by being an example of what's possible. I'm so excited to introduce you to some of my favorite babes and have them share with you their empowering and awe-inspiring journeys to womanpreneurship. So sit back, enjoy, and be prepared to be inspired. Hi, babes. Welcome back to another episode. I'm so excited to have you here for this special series of Women Empowerment. This week, I am interviewing my friend and colleague, Vanya Taha, who is a life coach for the modern and ambitious mom who wants to prioritize herself and take action towards the her and life she truly wants. Welcome, Vanya. Thank you so much for joining. I'm so pumped to have you here, and I think that this episode is going to be amazing, and I love that you're kicking off for March Women's Empowerment Series, and it's such an honor to have you here, and I know the listeners are going to have so much fun listening in. Hi, friend. I am so excited to be here. Thank you so much for having me. Of course, of course. So before we dive in, I just want you to tell everybody how we met, because I kind of love the story. (laughs) (laughs) Um. You know, it's wild. It wasn't even that long ago. And yet it feels like it's been a lifetime. I think we're soul um, sisters. <laughs> so we were both part of a program called Anything But Average with our, with our even current coach, uh, Lindsay Mango. And uh, I remember seeing your name pop up on our weekly coaching calls And I just resonated so much with some of the questions that you had and some of the coaching that you were having. And I remember reaching out to you on Instagram. Yes. Yeah, (laughs) that's how we connected. And the rest is history. I love that you reached out because I like, I wanted to, I want to be that person who reaches out when I see like people that are interesting that interest me and then I just don't do it and then you did and I loved it and I think that you were just commenting on some of my things and then we quickly like vibed exchanged numbers and then also we just have a lot in common we're both into numerology we're both into law of attraction and most recently you and I got to meet in person for the first time in LA at the um, anything but average coach mastermind and we got to be roomies. Yeah, it was so much fun. <laughs> it took me back to like, you know, middle school, high school days where you meet up with your best friend and you stay over for the weekend. And it was just amazing. You stay in, <laughs> eat some pizza. <laughs> oh my gosh, yeah, that was so perfect. Yes, I loved it. I just like going back to that weekend. It was so much fun. Like being in that house with all of those powerful women 
And then, yes, you and I getting to stay an extra day and really explore LA. And then, yeah, we stayed in that night and had pizza and literally stayed up for hours just talking about life. Yeah, totally. <laughs> Perfect weekend. It was amazing. I, I really think that we're going to be friends forever. So hope you don't want to get rid of me. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's see how this interview goes. <laughs> oh, gosh, no pressure. Okay. All right. So let's dive in. I brought you on for a reason. I want you to share your awe-inspiring story, your journey to womanpreneurship. So let's let's dive in. So I want you to tell me a little bit about your personal life and how you got into personal development and coaching. Yes, of course. So as you mentioned, I am a life coach for the modern and ambitious mom. Um, I am coming to you from Canada. I live in Edmonton, Alberta. P.S. <laughs> I will be going to Canada for vacation eventually. <laughs> yes. Um, I live here with my um, husband of 10 years and our two boys who are almost six and almost nine. And life is hectic and beautiful. And now to answer your second question, how I got into personal development. So I was a stay-at-home mom. And the first year of motherhood, days were really long and nights were even longer, sleepless nights. My my um, little one just would not sleep. He was colicky. So that first year I really struggled with and throughout it, I just kind of felt lost in motherhood. And I knew that prioritizing myself was, you know, what, quote unquote, you're supposed to do. I just didn't know how to go about it. And slowly but surely, I started taking a bit of time for myself. And I had built up myself to a point where I was happy. But then I got pregnant with my second. And I had all these fears just like kind of run right back to what happens if this happens again? How do I not go back to that place? So I knew so that- So your I first just, pregnancy was very different from your second pregnancy. Well, no, pregnancies were similar. The children, <laughs> it was the babies. Got it, got it, okay. The babies, the babies. Uh, so yes, my first son just was colicky, would not sleep, had a hard time nursing, all the things. And plus being a being a mom for the first time did not make it any easier. Yeah, you're navig navigating new territory. Totally. And so as I got pregnant with my second, I really became intentional. I really wanted to set myself up for success, not just have a baby and then see what happens, which is really what happened the first time around. And for me, in order to do that, I wanted to explore what are some things outside of motherhood that interest me, that give me joy, that kind of give me energy. And at a time, it was like night business school. It was nutrition courses. I was just like on this journey of exploration, which ultimately led me to personal development, to podcasts and courses and books and conferences and the more that I dove into that, the more my mindset changed, the more that 
I was taking care of myself from a point of wanting to be a better human being, a better mom, a better wife, and not so much because of just pure necessity. So I became obsessed with just bettering myself. I love that. And that's the same thing that happened for me. It's probably been like a I say a decade, but I think it's been more than a decade now, but I was introduced to law of attraction, the personal development world, Tony Robbins, Zig Ziglar, Brian Tracy, all these amazing um, inspirational speakers. And it literally changed my life. Like you become obsessed with it. You hear about the secret, you start learning, you start applying it to your life and then everything changes. And I just remember like wanting to tell everyone about this because it's so powerful. Yes, totally. That that was me. And like I had mentioned, I was on this journey of exploring different things, finding my purpose. And once I got into personal development, it just like, like, it, it was almost like a light bulb went off. Because I was always so interested in human potential, human potential and human mind. And I have an undergrad in psychology. So there was a point in my life where I thought I wanted to be a therapist, but there was also kind of a block there that I didn't understand what it was until later on. And yeah, once I, once I fell into this world, I just knew on such a deep level that this is my calling, I just had no idea what that would look like or how I would make that happen. I love that. And I think that's so true for like many of us coaches. Like we feel like this deep desire, this inner knowing that this is our calling and it's through our journey that leads us to it, right? So I have a question for you and we didn't actually rehearse this one. So you can think on it for a moment. But as you were talking to me, you were talking about like making yourself as a priority. And what I've found to be true with like my friends and people that I know is like when they become mom, they they lose their identity as a woman, as a human. And what would be your your comments around like, how is making yourself a priority the most important thing that you can do for yourself and for your your new baby and for your family? Yes, I love that question. And and because this was my journey, um, as you mentioned at the beginning, this is exactly what I help moms is to prioritize themselves. And anytime that we try to prioritize ourselves because we think it's the right thing or we should or because the world tells us we don't really feel a deep connection and that actually doesn't then stick. You might prioritize yourself for a week or two and then you just kind of you fall off, you know, the wagon. But the reason why you would want to prioritize yourself is because when your cup is full, you have so much more to give. And I think we don't, we know this on like an intellectual level, but we don't really give it much thought. We think that we as women, and then particularly as moms, can just give and give and give, and we put ourselves at the very bottom of that list. And it's still, if I get to it. And then when we don't get to it, because because life is just always happening, we become stressed, overwhelmed, resentful, and all the things that we are avoiding so hard not to be, but the next morning we wake up and we do it all over again. But when we can truly connect with 
with this concept of and truly believe when I am better, everything in my life is better. When mm -hmm. I fill my cup, I have so much more energy, love, understanding, patience to give to my children and my family and the world. And for me also, this was this was a hard transition because again, we've also, I think, been conditioned, right? In this way that you just give, you are, you are only a good mom if you're a selfless mom and a selfless mom just gives everything. But what I came to realize and will really sort of uh, resonated with me on a deep level is being selfless means not having a self. And that's not the example that I want to set out for my children. And I know that's not the example that many moms or any mom wants to set out for their children and especially daughters as well. We have to have that self. And in order to have the self, we have to take care of ourselves. We do need to prioritize ourselves and put ourselves first because again, then, then we just have so much more to give. And I will tell you, prior to coaching, because, okay, I've been in the personal development world for a long time, but coaching really has probably been the past, I think, since 2018, 2019, like really honing in on it. But I have to tell you, had I not have, had I not have these tools, like I wouldn't be where I am today. But thinking about motherhood for me in the future, I am so grateful that I have the coaching tools, that I have the up-leveled mindset, that I have the emotional regulation that's going to help carry me through that new season of my life where I'm in, you know, new motherhood and I'm navigating that. And let's be honest, like it's all new territory and there's going to be so many things that I don't know, but I can always come back to me and I can always prioritize me. And I already have that mindset of knowing how important it is to fill my cup up first to then be able to fulfill what I want outside of me. Right. Oh, a hundred percent, a hundred percent. And I think about that, not all the time, but it does cross my mind. Had I had these tools back in the day when I first became a mom, um, motherhood would have been very different. However, um, also, right, all of our journeys are very different. And I'm so grateful that I came across this work as I had my second and my second child was very different that relationship our family life everything was so much lighter and I think that's like so much lighter more peaceful and more fulfilling because I was taking care of myself and I was just thinking as you were talking about that like the contrast like had you not had your first son without the coaching tools, you wouldn't realize how life-changing it is. And you probably wouldn't be the coach that you are today helping other moms create and prioritize themselves. So like you needed both in order to see like what life can be like right when you have the mindset and the tools behind it. Yes, 100%. And uh, the only other thing that I want to um, add with moms prioritizing themselves is if you're having a hard time prioritizing yourself or maybe coming to the reason why, always go back to your kids. Because I think sometimes we can think that prioritizing ourselves is so selfish. But when we think I'm actually doing it for them, because when I'm better, I parent better. 
and they are going to be better mm. off because of that. I love that. When I'm better, I parent better. Yeah, I think yeah. so many people don't see that. And that's exactly what you're talking about is how you fill your cup up fills over into how you parent, how you take care of your kids, how you love them, how you nurture them, how you have the energy and the patience and the creativity to provide them the life that you want to provide them, right? Yeah, 100%. And again, then then you are leading by example. And they can see that. And as they're growing up, they can feel that it's not okay, but very normal, natural, and actually required to take care of yourself before you go take care of the world. Right. And this is how you break the cycle, right? If we think about like, our parents' generation and how we were raised, like we probably both of us saw like so much struggle with our parents, how there was a lot of anxiety or frustration or overwhelm, or maybe that we didn't get um, the love that we wanted from them. And we also saw that they didn't take care of themselves. Like now as an adult, like I look back and I'm like, okay, I want some of those things, but not all of those things. But I think like, as you're saying, like, the way that you parent, like your children are going to take that and that's going to like mold who they are. And then that's going to be passed on to generations to come. So if they're not seeing that mom can show up and be a boss babe, that she can be a mother, that she can be an amazing wife, that she can be a beautiful friend, that it's just all about the kids, then they're going to grow up thinking like, that's, that's my role too. I can only be about the kids. Like that's, that's it. hundred percent. So you're breaking the cycle and I love it. <laughs> I love it too. I love it. Okay, so tell me a little bit about your journey or a lot of it, whichever, um, into womanpreneurship. Yes. So, as I had mentioned, um, as I got into this personal development space, it didn't take me too long to really feel a deep connection and just that inner knowing that this is what I'm supposed to do. This is what I'm meant to do. This is just what feels so right. And then after that, I had come across um, life coaching as a career for the first time, maybe in like 2019. <laughs> um, and I thought it was just so fascinating. And I knew that I needed and wanted to get a life coach of my own to see how it worked, to see what was the difference between personal development, you know, the books, the courses, conferences, all of that stuff versus having a life coach. Um, and once I experienced that difference, I knew that this was this is exactly the path that I'm wanting to be on. And the next step was to find a program that can help me do this. And that's the program that we had mentioned at the very beginning where both you and I met. And originally, actually, anything but average was just going to be one of those programs that I take before my kids are old enough and, you know, full time in school and before I could call myself a coach. But very quickly, within a few months, I realized I, you know, work through those blocks as coaching does. Yeah. And yeah. And I realized, no, I do not need to wait. We can take baby steps. And I launched and got going. I love that. So you mentioned that you wanted to see firsthand the difference between like personal development and coaching. And so what do you think that biggest difference was for you? The biggest difference for me was definitely the ability to implement 
everything that I was learning at such a faster rate and easier way. There is a big difference between reading a book, comprehending the book, and then saying, wow, that was a really great book. I took away some, you know, pointers from it versus having a coach that's with you week in and week out for however long the package is. And that really helps you become that next version of yourself, which is obviously, as you know, through mindset, through actions, through even that accountability at the very beginning of something new. Um, Those weekly calls, I found really set me up to just be in the energy of personal development and be in the energy of and connection of who it is that I wanted to become and having that person be there to support me to guide me to hold space for me was 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 everything yeah and as you're talking it's like one of the things that stand out for me is is like as coaches we see the other person's our clients blind spots right and even though we're coaches now like we still have blind spots which is why we have our own coaches exactly <laughs> and so i think that has probably been the biggest difference for me is someone showing me what i can't quite see myself right because there's a difference between a fact and like a thought aka like a story you're telling yourself and so many times especially if we think about like our childhood there's so many beliefs that are ingrained in us that we never think to question them. We're like, this is just who I am. This is part of my identity, right? And then when you hire a coach, they're like, I just want to show you this. (laughs) Like, do you know that this is just a thought that you're telling yourself? Like, you can choose to believe it or not. And like, does it serve you? And that just like blows my mind every time. It gets me whenever I'm like really stuck somewhere and they're like, you know, that's just a thought, Christy. And I'm like, wait, what? Like, that's not fact. You mean I can think something <laughs> different? <laughs> so yes, yeah, coaching. I love that. Is so different. Yes, I love that. While I did get, you know, I don't want to discount personal development. Oh alone, no, right? Like I think that was such a beautiful, perfect start for me. Uh before I before I found out what coaching was, I think had I known that coaching existed or life coaching existed, that might have been the first step, but it was it was sort of a nice transition for for me on my journey. But um I was thinking while you were talking about the analogy that I love that our coach uses, which is the jar analogy, mm-hmm. the label on the jar, our brains it's like, if you imagine yourself, you're like in the jar. And when you're inside the jar, you cannot see the label that's on the oh. outside of the jar. <laughs> you need somebody to point that out to you. And 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 that is, again, when I think of coaching, that that is such a perfect analogy. It's like, we can see there's something, but we're not sure exactly what it is or how to break it down. And yeah, yeah we as coaches really help with that. And as you mentioned that's exactly why we have coaches too. All of us, we're always going to have blogs. There's no end, you know, there's no end to this journey. It's just about growth and evolution and getting better. And 
you know, breaking down more and more of those blocks or more and more of those limiting beliefs. Yeah. And I will be the first to say, I will always have a coach. Like there might be spaces in between where I take the time to like truly like fully implement. But like, I believe that coaching helps you see the things you can't see. And it's always like up leveling your mindset, up leveling your emotions and helping you create the results that you want faster and without all the drama. Well, you still have a little bit of drama, but right, it, they help you through that. So yeah, I'll, I'll learn how to coach. manage it. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Yeah. So tell me a little bit more. What were you doing prior to coaching? Like, what was your work or career experience? I know you said you had an undergrad in psychology, but what were you what were you doing exactly? So prior to coaching, I was a stay at home mom. And prior to having children, um, I worked at a homeless shelter as uh, an event coordinator, Um, which again, when I look back, I absolutely loved, loved that job. And the reason why I loved it, well, there there was quite a few reasons, but one of them being was that I was so immersed in that community. I saw firsthand the impact of what I did. And that's, it even gets me a bit emotional. And that's, I think, another reason why I'm just so passionate about coaching. I know the impact that it that it has had on me. And now to be able to see it on my clients, it's like, it's everything. Yeah. And I just think about as you're sharing that story, like, that was your evolution. Like at, at that time, like, again, you didn't know about coaching. You hadn't even become a mom yet. But it's like there was something in you who had that burning desire to help someone else, that burning desire that your impact was much bigger than you. Yes. And I think that's the same for most of us. It's like the work that we do is so much bigger than us, right? And it's also like a ripple effect, right? So when we coach a client, they create transformation and then they go on and they impact their employees, they impact their families, their husbands, their children, their community. And this is really how we create change on such a bigger level. It just starts with us. Oh, I love it. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Okay. Is there anything else you want to share to womanpreneurship? Like, yes, I do want to say one of the other big things for me was being able to surround myself with other like-minded women like yourself and like our group now in Absolutely. And, and I think I was really lacking that for, for, for a while. And that was also another reason why I wanted to be part of a group, part of a mastermind, part of something that again, as you even mentioned, was bigger than just me. And I think as much as we can do so many amazing things on our own, we are such a force together. And I think too, breaking down those barriers and those blocks and limiting beliefs that women, you know, cannot support each other or cannot cheer each other on. I think coaching has really, has really broken that down for me. And I see it in our mastermind just how much we cheer each other on, how genuinely happy we are for one another, because now we all see it. If she can do it, that means I can do it. Like we are proof to each other rather than being a reason for comparison or a reason to be, you know, jealous or reason to doubt ourselves. And I think even that alone, just for women is, is just so big. Yeah. That's such a beautiful thing. I love 
all of our connections. I love the power and the support that we provide one another. And I know our mastermind is ending soon and the relationships that we have cultivated are going to be lifelong friendships and that's just something amazing. As you were talking as well, I was just thinking like the the statistic or the quote of like, you are the average of the five people you spend the most time with. And for me, that is something I do believe in and something I, I think about often. It's like, where am I investing my time? Who am I investing my time with? And are they nourishing my growth? Are they like helping me up level my mindset and get me to that next level that I want? And so I think that we have so many opportunities to connect with women to create that environment for ourselves. A hundred percent. And I like to think of it as we are each other's expanders, Mm. right? We expand what we believe, what we think, what we, you know, think is possible for us. Um, The energy that we bring in, how we show up. And, and so now it's really become so much more for me, as I know it has for you too, about looking to people that are wanting to surround yourself with people that can expand you in some shape or form. And that you can do the same thing for them because we each, right, carry different strengths and, and we're, you know, and also different weaknesses. So I think just playing off of each other is just so powerful. Absolutely. You should write a post about that. Just saying. That's a great idea. We are each other's expanders. I love that. (laughs) All right. So I want to now ask you this. What are some of the struggles as a mom trying to build your business? And then the second part to that is like, how did you overcome them? Oh, I love this question. And I mean, it's not that I love it because I have no struggles and no challenges, but I love it again because of what coaching has showed me with this. But to answer your question, first and foremost, um, what were some of my struggles? There were many. And to be honest, there are still many. And my biggest one has always been time. From I the- can relate. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And I do believe that many people can relate to time. And I think that most of us can use time as a reason or excuse, which I've done both many times. But what I've really come to realize, it's not even about overcoming the challenge or the struggle of time. It's learning how to walk with it. It's, you know, changing that mindset from all or nothing. Yes. Right. And that for me has really been has really been the work. And as I mentioned, I'm still working on this. And I think I will always be working on this because anytime that we want to up level, anytime that we want to add more to our plate, we need time. (laughs) We need, you know, whether we actually need more time or not, that's where the brain goes. And so for me, it's been so much more about looking at a time with a different mindset, more so than how do I carve out three hours a day. And interestingly enough, when I do change the way that I look at the time, somehow magically, (laughs) it seems like I can make more time or I could do more things in less 
that's amount of time. And I think that's one of the things that has really served me. And I do want to add that this also gets to look different each season of your life and sometimes on weekly or even daily basis. That is so good. I think that there are so many people who are going to love that you just said that because I think that we just tend to believe like it's all just lumped into one. But you're right. There's just so many seasons of our lives and there will be months or days or weeks that it's so much more intense than it is in others. And so if you have the tool of learning how to look at time differently, then it doesn't matter what's happening. Exactly. And and the other thing too, that, you know, as you mentioned or asked, these struggles in regards to building a business. When I first started, or even before I actually launched my business, the thought was, I can't launch it until I have all the time to launch it. So initially, as I had mentioned, it was going to be when both of my kids were in full-time school, because again, that is just what the brain, you know, automatically offers. And how far out was that? Okay. So, (laughs) so this was two years ago. So I had actually, as I worked through that, then ended up launching my business while my youngest was still in preschool. And the most beautiful thing, and this is what I think is a really great um, tidbit for your listeners, is that I was willing to take baby steps versus wanting or needing to go full time. That's also how I use that time or made that time or created time because now it just came to a little bit of time each day versus hours each day versus, you know, I need a website and I need like, like all of these things that we think about when we're just starting any type of a business, right? I just started with baby steps. And in our world, you know, one thing that's great is that it is an online business. So for me, it was like one post a day. I think we can carve out 10, 20 minutes to make a post, right? So as I started doing that, I got more, I got more connected to what I was doing that writing became faster these ideas started coming easier I didn't need to sit there for a long time to be like oh what should I write again and so then those littlest baby steps compound and before I knew it I had been posting for a year and now I was starting to get clients so by the time my youngest is in grade uh, one which will be this coming fall Um, I will have had and helped around 10 women. That's amazing. And made money and have really gotten my business off the ground that at that point, I can just keep growing it rather than just starting Starting out. out. So I don't know the exact amount of time, but had you not started when you started, how long would you have postponed your dream of launching your business? Oh, I I probably would still be waiting. So that's what, like two years? Yeah, only two years. So had you not got the coaching, had had you not been all in and committed to yourself, you would have lost out on two years of doing the one thing that you love, doing one of the things that you love most, which is coaching. Yes. And impacting other women's lives. Yes, both of those things. And in the meantime, feeling purposeful feeling completely fulfilled, feeling happier than ever, like just feeling 
on fire. And also, as we do this, we embody the work even more. We become that person that we dream of being one day. You know, so yeah, two and a half years ago, I was dreaming of being this woman who has this coaching business when my kids are in school. So I had, as you mentioned, yeah, collapsed that time of not doing all the things, but becoming that version of myself. And yeah, and it's just so much fun and so much easier to just keep building on it. And I always also love using fitness as an example or working out as an example with this. So many of us, and I've been there, think, you know, I'm going to start on the first and we're going to go five days a week. But then life happens. You don't go five days a week. And then you think to yourself, well, then what's the point? But Right. But if you just commit to going to the gym, maybe just once a week to start just once a week, half an hour, you are so much more likely to sustain it and to keep it and then slowly to build on it. And this, again, goes back to that all or nothing mentality versus the growth mindset and versus the and sort of mentality. I can do this and I can do that. It may not look like how I want it ideally, but I still get to show up in the best way that I have right now. Yeah, it's all about that and energy, not limiting ourselves to just one way, right? There can be so many different ways. And what I wanted to point out and correct me if I'm wrong, but okay, so you've had a a handful of clients or more than a handful of clients, you're building your business, you're still a very hands-on mom. You're actually the primary, right? Because your husband travels a lot. So you're like an all-in mom, you're growing your business, you're doing all the things, playing all the roles, wearing all the hats. And I just want to like go back to like your business details. Do you have a website? No. (laughs) Do you have an email list? No. So the main way that you promote your business and 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 attract clients is through Instagram, right? Correct. Yeah. And the reason why I'm sharing this is because people think that you have to have, to your point earlier, all of these things to just get started on your dream. And that's so not true. And I guarantee you one of the questions that you probably asked yourself is like, what is the most simplest way that I can get my brand out there, get my work out there and attract clients and help change lives? Yes, exactly. And it always it comes down to what is the easiest, simplest, most fun way for me. You guys hear this? Fun, simplest, easiest way. Absolutely, right? So we don't have to go looking for the 50 different things that we think we should be doing right based on what everybody else tells us it's like we can just choose like as a mom who i'm not going to say has limited time but you know her children are a priority and her business is a priority and many other things but like how do i use my time more effectively and yeah. i think when you ask yourself such a powerful question such as what is the most simplest fun easiest way to do this to create this that changes everything a hundred percent because we are we make things so much harder <laughs> than we need to be and again coaching has Guilty. showed me that right <laughs> coaching has showed both of us that that you know how can we strip away all the really unnecessary thing and again i'll go back to working out or fitness for for a second 
I remember being the person who would, you know, spend hours, if not days, looking for the perfect program, you know, a, a workout program or looking for, um, you know, the right, the cute outfit yes. and looking for which gym do I actually want to go to that I would exert all of this energy in finding, quote unquote, the best, the most easiest, like easiest as in like actually physically easy, right? Way when all along I could have just started walking. All along I could have just picked up, you know, could have put on a YouTube video with, you know, five, 10 pound weights. And it's the same thing with our business. We spend so much time, and again, I've been guilty of it, so much time spinning around in these big things that maybe, you know, um, a multi-million dollar business, you know, maybe needs to have or has. Meanwhile, we're just starting out. And especially in our industry, it's like all that we need is just a deep desire to want to help people have the tools, right? And the concepts and the the things that we want to teach and then go out there and share it. Yeah. And help transform lives. So beautiful. Okay. We are nearing the end, but I want to ask you this. What advice would you give to your ambitious mom? Oh, I love this question. And I ask myself this question often. And the the way that I ask it and the way that I like to think of it is what advice would I give to my younger self, to like my younger mom self? I'm totally listening listening in. (laughs) (laughs) for the future so the first one is putting you first is not selfish it's necessary if you're not operating at your optimal nothing else either is yes that was definitely something that I could have used many times another one is actually all of these are really big I love all of them equally and you're gonna share all of them I have five. Yes. Giving, yourself, giving yourself compassion for the off days because there are many. This is one of the best things you can do for yourself, your family, and your goals and dreams. I think so often we get so hard on ourselves and we want to force and push and demand so much from ourselves that we get to a burnout or Definitely. that right or that we really take away all the joy that that was initially there and the more compassion that we can give to ourselves just the life just gets a lot easier another one is allowing your best to fluctuate your best doesn't mean perfection or performing at one particular optimal level it means the best you have right now with Mm. life the way that it is with things with everything going on you know, I was actually thinking of, of this just this morning, like my younger one woke up at 530. My older one was upset because he didn't get to work out with my husband because he had to leave for uh, my mother-in-law just had a surgery. So she's been staying with us. You know, I'm doing this uh, interview from our bedroom. <laughs> it's like, it's not ideal. There's nothing ideal about it, right? And I know my old self will have been like, well, then we cannot do it, right? If we can't show up 100%, then we're just not going to do it. But right, where does that get us? Nowhere. But me showing up, being here with you, with right life the way that it is, and me showing in the best that I have right now is while having that compassion, right, is is exactly what's it all about. I mean, that's why you're a life coach for the ambitious and modern mom. Because you're doing the damn thing already. (laughs) You're speaking from experience. You are your very, you are, you, you are your own client, right? So like right here is evidence that 
there are many, our coach says this too, like uh, the plate spinning in the air, right? And like right. our job is to keep the, the plate spinning in the air. So if one slows down, then we just, you know, go and touch it to keep it moving. But like, that is what we do as humans. Like, it, it isn't like we just pause and we only focus on one thing at a time. Like, as humans, we are multitasking. We are, you know, doing the things, being the person where, you know, in our hands are in so many different things. And it's like, okay, how do you do that? And yes, it is prioritizing, it's time management, but it also is like, how, like how much of it can you give? Like how much of yourself can you give to that? Right. And I think, right, that goes back to the initial point of the more that you take care of yourself. And sometimes I think when we think about, now this is a bit off, script, off topic, but I think sometimes when we think about prioritizing ourselves, especially moms, we think, oh, it's just another thing on my plate. I don't have time for it, right? Because again, we just think like how much time is this going to take? Yeah. Or maybe we are truly just thinking about taking care of ourselves physically. And you're like, I don't have an hour to go to the gym and I don't, right? But sometimes it's not even about as much as I love, you know, movement and taking care of my body. There's also the mental and emotional side that I think so often gets forgotten. And both mental and emotional sides can take like two, three minutes a day, right? Yeah. If you are finding yourself and here's just a little simple tool. If you're finding yourself feeling really overwhelmed with the children or with whatever is going on, you can just give yourself two minutes of breathing, right? And, and that can just calm your nervous system down. Sometimes it's the smallest. And again, depending what season of life um, a person is in can dictate how much energy you have for certain things, but just allowing ourselves even five, 10 minutes to take care of our nervous system can help us have a different perspective on what's going on. And as both you and I know, perspective is everything. We very much think that it's all about the circumstances, right? But it's truly about the way that we are looking at those circumstances. It's good enough. I think this is the other thing with that comes also with us wanting to prioritize ourselves. It's like, but I only did 20 minutes of, I don't know, walking. It's like, but is that really good enough? I should have done more, right? And then we start that, right, critical sort of cycle. And this is also where that compassion for doing what you can with what you have right now is really powerful. Yeah, absolutely. And just thinking like, you know, when you do set yourself up for like 15 minutes or 20 minutes and you don't quite meet it, you then become so disappointed in yourself. You start like beating yourself up. You start telling yourself that that's not enough, that, you know, you're not doing good enough and you're never going to reach your goals. You're never going to be the person you want to be. You're never going to be that thin or whatever it is that you're desiring. And then when you start thinking like that, you shut down. You're like, okay, well, there's no point in doing this. Exactly. Where if you come at it from your perspective, you're like, let's just do five minutes of this. And you know what? What if we didn't even do it seven days a week? What if we just did it one day? But if you did that, if you committed to that one day, five minutes for, or for a week, right? And then you did that for a month and you did that for six months, like just imagine like the person you would become at the end of that six months. Yes. And I think what's so beautiful about 
about that is that the brain would want us to think that, you know, five minutes really or 10 minutes won't really amount to a lot, even in six months. But the amazing thing is that every time you give yourself that five or 10 minutes, the brain then starts looking for more evidence of how you can find more time, how you can create more time, how you can be more compassionate to your, towards yourself. How So by the time you reach that six month mark, you have actually added on more things to that list naturally, not by force. Yes, because your brain is thinking more effectively, more efficiently, and naturally you just create that. Another one is just listening and leading with that inner voice, that inner knowing that we all have. And sometimes it can be really faint, but it is uh, what will truly lead you to that inner peace and, and, and fulfillment. The brain is so quick to sort of disregard that voice. And one of the best things that you can do for yourself is lean in, pay attention to what is going on in there. What are those little nudges or what are those little whispers? Because that that will truly lead you to to the you and to the life that you truly want. And then the last one is really just not waiting for approval or permission or encouragement from anyone outside of you. Because I think as women, and again, particularly as moms, there are these things and these ideas that we have and that we want to do, but we are so accustomed to waiting for somebody else to says to say, oh, that is a good idea. You should do that. No, let me help you do that. We're waiting for that approval that what we want is good enough. And the more that you can separate from that, the more that you can, again, look within and give yourself that approval and that permission and then encouragement, the easier you will move towards it. And also a beautiful byproduct of that will be more, more trust with your, within yourself and more confidence in yourself. I love that. These were so powerful. I love that. And I know that the listeners are going to resonate so much with you. And I know that these, there's so many like little juicy nuggets in here that they're going to take away and they're going to implement. And there's just going to be so much impact that's going to happen that you're not even going to know about. But just know, <laughs> feel it. It's there. I'll take it. I'll take it. <laughs> this has been so amazing. I loved having you on. And you have been my first ever guest onto the podcast and my first guest for the, like I said, the women's um, empowerment series. Um, so before we hop off, I want you to share with the listeners where they can find you, how they connect with you and really work with you. Yes. Well, first of all, thank you so much for having me. This was so fun. Yay. It told me I didn't go to LA. We we'll have to do it again. We'll have to do it again. <laughs> Um, but I am mainly on Instagram and you can find me at Vanya underscore Taha. That's V-A-N-J-A underscore T-A-H-A. Um, and yes, I would absolutely love to connect with you. I do share quite a bit. I'm always. She in does. Story. And I love it. <laughs> <laughs> I love sharing in my stories, you know, mom life. It just seems to me simpler, easier, faster. So my stories are always full of good things. Um, and yeah, I'd love to connect with you. Perfect. So I'll make sure to add these to the show notes so our listeners can find you, connect with you, and work with you. And again, Vanya, this has been truly amazing. 
Thank you for being a friend, for being an amazing coach, for being an amazing human and colleague. I love you so much. And thank you so much for joining. Thank you. I love you too. <laughs> Perfect. All right. Thanks, everyone. Talk to you next week. Bye.